Hello. Welcome back to Living Box Free. Welcome back again. (laughs) This is Ashley Insights. And I'm Becky Ford. And we are here to talk today about accepting ourselves. Just a quick little side note. We just did this whole episode. We recorded the whole thing. And then I realized I was not recording myself, just Becky. I feel like it could have been entertaining. I should have kept it to just just try to guess what the responses were. Fill in. But I'm giving myself grace and I'm going to not hold myself or be angry with myself about this, which is a great example. It is an opportunity to do this again even better. (laughs) Yes. All right, let's do it. So (laughs) Becky, before we talk about accepting ourselves, what's on the rise for you this week? I went to the dentist for the first time since March of 2020. And uh, yeah, I didn't get too much guilt for it. Did get a compliment about my daily cleaning routine. Nice. but yes, I did go in because I cracked a filling on my birthday. <laughs> so body breaking down, getting older. But yeah, so the dentist, not super fun, but yeah. No. I back at it. Ugh. My dentist is nice and I still hate it. I yes, I don't ever like dentists and doctors appointments. Yeah. I do think my heart rate I I was actually like will this register as a workout in yeah. my loop because <laughs> I just get anxious. Yeah. But everyone was nice. It was all good. Okay. Yep. Good. What about you? Um, okay. So lately I've had a lot of interactions with strangers and it kind of comes and goes in my life. I'll go in through seasons of, I don't know if it's just that I'm out and about more or what, mm-hmm. but I'll go through seasons where a lot of strangers will just walk up to me or strike up a conversation if they're standing next to me or something and just decide this is a great time to tell me their life story and what they're going through. And it just cracks me up. And I had this whole long conversation with this woman at Goodwill yesterday, ended up praying for her. It was a great conversation. Well, it was mostly her talking, but like... <laughs> it's a great monologue. Yeah, it was a great monologue. <laughs> I, I don't mind it. It's just, I've never quite figured out like what it is about my face that yeah. does that, that people are just like, oh yes, let's talk to her. I'm just thinking now, like in order for people to do that, you have a trusting face. I guess. Like they're trusting. Um, and I could just see someone now like next week. They're like, hey, will you hold my baby while I run out to my car? <laughs> like you just have a trusting face. They'll be like, oh yeah, she won't do anything wrong. No. <laughs> well, I I mean, it is it is a good thing. Like yeah. in the end, it's a good thing, but it is very confusing to me because it's not like I start these conversations. Your network of people is probably humongous, but you just don't know everyone's names. I do not know. It was like, like I don't know their last names. Usually I ask their first name. Yeah. But then I'm like, yeah, okay, moving on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's a, yeah, it's a gift. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. All right. Quick overview of where we're headed today. Uh, we're going to talk about accepting ourselves. So we're going to start with why does it matter? And then we're going to talk about why it's hard because it is. And then we'll just close up with what we can do. So we'll, we should have this in and out a couple of minutes. No problem. Yeah. Everyone will be accepting themselves by the time they finish this episode. Super easy. Yeah. <laughs> Barely an inconvenience. No sarcasm at all there. <laughs> All right. So why does it matter? Well, guys, you see, the way we see ourselves is a huge part of how we understand the world and how we perceive others. Because if I'm hard on myself and I think I'm doing things wrong, it's going to impact my relationship with others. It's going to impact how I see the world. And that's a big deal. So how I treat myself, how whether or not I accept myself as I am in that moment is going to change my view of the world and therefore my interactions and expectations of others. And if we're hard on ourselves, 
like unreasonably hard on ourselves, we're more likely to become irritable, discontent, and anxious. I mean, that anxiety makes perfect sense, right? Mm -hmm. Because we have these expectations of ourselves and we are trying to meet them and trying to meet them and trying to meet them. And then we discover we can't, shockingly, because we're not perfect. And then we're anxious about it. And it makes total sense to me. And then we end up being discontent because we feel like we're, we don't have everything we want or we should have, or we're, we are not what we should be. And discontent, it also makes sense. So mm-hmm. those are the big ones. And then I would just love to talk about the belief that you are somehow less than you should be. Let's talk about that for a second, because it's a lie. If you believe I am less than I should be, and maybe it's not those exact words, but if you believe that, it's a lie. Let's just be real because you're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Absolutely nobody. But the things you do wrong, your shortcomings, your uh, weaknesses, they don't need to define you or your worth because we are, our worth does not change by what we do and what we can provide for the world. So you can do things badly. You can make terrible decisions and still have the same value and worth. So that belief that, you are somehow less than you should be, it's a lie. And why would you choose to believe a lie? Great question. Thank you. Why? Uh, I'm going to share some different examples. Oh, from last time? Then from the time right before this. (laughs) Uh, So first off, one thing that comes to my mind too, why does it matter? I think about the power of our mindset and why accepting ourselves matters. When we don't accept ourselves, we can fall into some negative mindsets Mm -hmm. like being, um, being pessimistic, being a victim, like this stuff always happens to me, or I'm just this way. Like, and you fall into this pattern of then believing the lie. Right. And it just gets escalated because that becomes your mindset, um, versus a more optimistic, realistic mindset. Uh, so that's one thing that also comes to my mind. It influences our mindset, which influences whether we, we even try something or not, or where we think we, um, what we think we deserve. And maybe you don't go for something because you don't think you deserve it. Uh, one example here that comes to my mind, actually, as you're talking this time, uh, believing that you're less, uh, I think back to when I'm an Enneagram three confessions, <laughs> which is like the achiever, uh, did a lot of competitions growing up. And I think back to, uh, applying for a, it was like a district officer FFA position. Yeah. And I think back to that and just thinking like, okay, I have to, I've got my official dress on, I've got my hair perfect. I am answering these interview questions. I have to make sure, you know, I do all these things and I I answer a question that uses this type of an example. And it was just like this, what I thought was a perfect box. Like you have to be in this box in order to be selected for this type of role. Yeah. And then when I didn't get it, it was like, oh my gosh. I'm, there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And this, <clears throat> this, oh, you're a loser, like just negative self-talk. And if it wasn't for, for the parents I had who believed in me relentlessly, uh, I wouldn't have applied again and I wouldn't have put myself out there again. And so when you look at these things, why does it matter? <clears throat> One, because realizing even, let's just say that that competition, there was a perfect box rubric mm-hmm. well, that doesn't, that's only perfect in that subjective person's yeah. judge's mind, that specific right? Situation. Yeah. Like someone else, whether it's a public speaking contest or whatever, like yep. that, 
that's, that's, there's no perfect. Yeah. So that's one, it's really irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't meet it, it doesn't mean that you're not perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, no one's perfect. Right. Right. But it doesn't mean that you had to be that, um, to be able to do that job. Yeah. Uh, but then two, why does it matter? Because the way that we, the, the positions we put ourselves in will limit ourselves if we don't accept who we are and will limit the, uh, amount of contribution we can make the world to the world in the very unique way that only you can. Um, and I know that I used the quote earlier, you know, why try to be anyone else when there's only one you. Yeah. And that's a really powerful thing to think about. Yeah. Like why try to be this perfect person in a box you think, cause then you look just like everyone else or sound just like everyone else. Yeah. So the world's a much more beautiful place with all just, of our uniqueness. Yeah. Try to be you. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why it matters simply how it matters. And then let's talk about why it's hard because it is, it's hard for all of us. The first big thing is that we somehow believe that our self-shaming and our negative talk is going to help us. We believe that it's either going to move us forward or help us change our behavior. Okay, I can never do that again. That was terrible. I'm a terrible person. I need to not do this anymore or I need to not be in this situation or whatever. We believe that it's going to help us, but it's just not. It's not going to help you. I, I can't think of a single time when someone was mean to me and it motivated a behavior change other than, yeah, I'm not going to talk to that person anymore. <laughs> That's the mm -hmm. behavior change it motivates. It's not like if someone is kind to me and compassionate and says, hey, let's, how can I help you work on this? Or, you know, I see you're struggling. What, what do we need to do differently? Or whatever, you know those kinds of kind and compassionate questions and comments are the things that motivate me to change and they give me freedom to change and not to be perfect. And so we don't, we don't really do any ourselves, any favor favors if we choose to be mean to ourselves and shame ourselves for this perceived idea that we are a loser or we are a terrible person or we can never get anything right. Or we don't have, you know, the ambition to, to, climb the ladder or whatever. Um, there's just this feeling of I, I deserve to, or I should tell myself this because then it'll help, but it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I kind of snuck into the second one, which is we believe that we deserve to be hard on ourselves. Like if I'm not hard on myself, no one else will be. They don't know the real me. They don't understand what's going on inside. I deserve to be talked down to. I deserve to be told these things of, you know, called names or whatever. I deserve this. And people don't know that. And the reality is that we all deserve kindness. Like think of your best friend. They have a really, really terrible day. Maybe they made some bad life decisions and they're in a pickle and they're talking to you about it. Do you think that they deserve kindness and grace even on their worst day? Probably yes, right? You, you probably aren't thinking, no, they deserve to go down in a dumpster fire. Like, <laughs> probably not. Mm -mm. Um, and so do you think you deserve kindness on your worst day? And why or why not? Just, I would encourage you to take some time to think about that. Yep. When I think of a time when I had some negative self-talk, a lot of shaming, <clears throat> the only place it got me, and this, I think back to 
when I struggled with my body image, you know, I would say, oh, you don't have friends cause you're fat. Mm-hmm. You aren't successful because people just see you as fat and lazy. And the only place that self-talk got, got me was into an eating disorder. Yeah. Like that didn't help me. <laughs> no. And, and so you might think in those moments and I thought, oh, if I talk to myself this way, you'll stop eating like this mm-hmm. and you'll lose weight and people like you. Well, the short term, maybe that helped in a way like, okay, I achieved some goals. I lost some weight, but then no, it spiraled into something very bad. And even, uh, in those moments, nothing's satisfying. Yeah. You never are enough. You're, and so that negative self-talk becomes a habit. And even when, let's say the old you would have been like, dang, you look at you, you lost 30 pounds. Yeah. The you that's looking at yourself doesn't see that. Yeah. There's still always something. It's not enough. Yeah. And so just that, that habit of the way you talk to yourself, it can really spiral into something really bad or something really beautiful, depending on what that self-talk sounds like. I love that. And it can spiral into new things, both bad or good, uh, depending on which way you go, because I can start thinking I'm, you know, I'm so fat. I'm, I need to lose weight, whatever. And then I start thinking, okay, I'm not, I'm not exercising, so I'm not losing weight. Oh, now I'm lazy. Mm, yeah, and you, you can start point. adding new things on that you're telling yourself is true about you yeah. when it probably isn't, or even if it is, it's not helpful to approach it that way. So if you don't believe that the things you're telling yourself are false, at least think about, is this helpful for me to approach it this way? Mm. As opposed to, okay, well, I'm not losing weight because I'm not exercising how do I need, what do I need to do instead? Is there something I could help myself exercise? Do I just need to have compassion on myself? Yeah. You know, it's hard to get up off the couch. Mm-hmm. You're tired when you get home. It's rough. Yep. <laughs> do you just need compassion and empathy? Um, so yeah, it can definitely spiral. Love, I love your point. All right. So we'll just hop on down to what can we do just <laughs> real quick? <laughs> what can we do about how we see ourselves? Uh, so I would say the first step on kinds things like this is always awareness, just trying to be aware and thinking through, okay, what is my inner dialogue? What's going on? Just assessing it like a science experiment and say, this is okay. I'm noticing that I say these things to myself and just being aware of it. And then that once you do that, trying to notice what events or circumstances or people lead you into those thought patterns. And maybe it's not something, maybe it's just something that your mind does, but usually it's around a certain thing. So if you're sitting on the couch at night and you're like, I am lazy in that moment, that's when you start to think it. You don't think it when you're out bustling around in the office, bustling around, around, talking to strangers. (laughs) Like, what is that circumstance or that event or that person who makes you feel a certain way and then you start talking negatively to yourself and just being aware of that? And then consider being your own cheerleader. So what do you need to hear to feel better? What what would be the helpful thing to move you forward or just to help you embrace those feelings and say, this is okay that I feel this way. It's okay that I feel fat. It doesn't mean I am fat. So that difference between guilt and shame. Um, So what do you need to hear to feel better and maybe talk yourself through that? 
And then I, I think we've talked about this before. How would you respond to this if this was your friend? So your best friend or a friend comes to you and says, I have ruined everything. I am a ruiner. I am terrible. Would you be like, yeah, you know what? You are. You suck. You're ruining this moment you right now. You are awful. <laughs> you are ruining my day yeah. as we speak. No, I mean, you wouldn't do that. And so what would you say to that friend? And then pr- try saying it to yourself and just see what happens. See if you feel better. And it might take a few times practicing that for it to have any effect. And then just take a deep breath and accept reality, which we talked about in our first episode. Consider reality. What is true logically right now? Is this really my fault, first of all? Does, you know, making one bad decision really make me a bad person? And what will the consequences of this be in the long term? So will I still be thinking about this tomorrow? Maybe. Will I be thinking about it next week? Maybe. Will I be thinking about it in a year? Will I be thinking about it in 10 years? Okay, probably not, right? Or hopefully Mm -hmm. not. And maybe we want to move toward that idea that we are not thinking about this in 10 years. We are not still telling ourselves the same lies 10 years from now. And just logically uh, assess what you can do differently. So my hope is that we would all give ourselves grace because no one is perfect. And that's that's the reality. And I am not perfect. I just recorded a whole episode we can't use. (laughs) (laughs) None of us are perfect. But I'm trying to remind myself, even as I'm speaking, okay, you've recorded 107 episodes, and this is the first one you've totally screwed up. Which is actually really impressive. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Your self-talk is on point. I'm trying to be nice to myself. Yes. So here we are. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Out of 107, I'd say the odds are definitely in your favor (laughs) for not making that issue or that uh, error. Yeah. Uh, Two other things that come to my mind, if you are someone who's like, man, being my own cheerleader, like, how do I even do that? One of the strategies that I really like to use on myself a lot is focusing on how much you've gained versus the gap of where you have yet to be based on your goals or your aspirations. So I think in certain moments where it's like, dang it, why didn't I, why didn't I get that? Why didn't I do that? Or I failed. Uh, I'll give an example. Uh, a year ago, doing a CrossFit competition, Fittest in the Fall, my team got second to last. Whoop, whoop. Very much, I helped with that quite a bit. Oh, come and, on. Uh, but, and it's like, for part of me is like, oh man, second to last. But then I was like, okay, Becky, you have not done, it had a very unique type of sit-up called GHD sit-ups. You've not done this in four years. And you just did, uh, what was it, 90? Three sets of 30? That's nice. I do my math yes. right. Yes. Way to go. I was like, is that 90? And I'm like, you just did that many. And you've never, you know, you just clean and jerked your PR three times. Yeah. And so in those moments when you're like, oh my gosh, how do I be my own cheerleader? Think back to where you used to be. And m- so many of us, it's like, check the box. Like I'm now my standard, I have a new standard. It's a high standard, but the standard you have today, you might've not even thought was possible Yeah. Two, one, two, five years ago. Yeah. So that's a great way to be a cheerleader is like, look at what you've done. If you've done this, then you can, you can do that someday. It's just a matter of time. Yep. Uh, the other piece that also helps me when you're trying, like, how do we accept ourselves really take some time to reflect on what is it that you really like about yourself? Mm. And if you're like, I don't like anything, 
You can think of one thing. Yes, you, you can. can think of one thing. We believe in you. We believe in you. It could be your work ethic. It could be your uh, passion for helping others. Mm-hmm. It could be your um, servant leadership, whatever. What is one thing you like about yourself? And keep that in mind and anchor to those pieces that are essence of who you are that you appreciate. And remember like, okay, this is, this is a part of who I am that I love and that should help you hopefully continue to just accept who you are and what makes you different and unique and valuable because of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yay. Accepting ourselves. Yay. So much fun. (laughs) So much fun. We said it would be easy. That was a total lie, but maybe it's easier for some than others. It accepting ourselves and you might be in a place today where you've come a long way and you're like, this is who I am and I love it. And that's great. That's awesome. And we're happy for you and continue to, you know, it's a constant journey. You know, things in our lives can happen, roadblocks, speed bumps that you can fall into some of these negative patterns of negative self-talk shaming. Uh, But we talked about some key things here. No one is perfect. Everyone is unique and we value that. Yeah. And Accepting ourselves allows you to eliminate anxiety, stress, feeling like you're being judged, all of these negative things that cloud our day and our mind, allows you to really be present in the world and enjoy it. Okay. So we hope that this these strategies we shared help you to accept who you are and remember how far you've come and what makes you unique yeah. and know that there is no perfect. There's just, there's you. Yeah. And yeah. we like you. We do. All right. Woohoo. Talk to you next time. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>